and they sauteed the dog's dick. You know about this story? It's pretty famous. He got the the cannibal. The cannibal found a guy on Craigslist who wanted to consent to being eaten. I want to hear a story. That part I remember. That yeah. I remember. People eating and dog dick. That was in Russia. The, yeah, in Russia, yeah. And okay. he's kind of famous. He wrote a book afterwards. Uh, a book about not being a cannibal. A book about how if you want to eat people, actually don't. Just don't do it. It's like, don't do it. Was he grossed out by it? I think he, uh, I think w- when he had a... How did that work? Did he, ki- the, he didn't kill the guy. Or did he kill no, the guy? Oh, yeah, he killed the guy. The guy wanted to be killed. And also the cannibal, this is like according, I don't what know, parts of the guy what did story. He eat? At first, the the guy, the cannibal, almost chickened out. He was like, "I'm not oh, sure right. I should eat you." So he was a cannibal with right. some kind of conscience, which sucks for him. You know, bad combo. That's not gonna work. Yeah. And uh, the guy got frustrated that he found on Craigslist and was like, uh, "You know, fuck you," or kind of like, "All right, whatever, man," and stormed out. And he was like, "No, come back, like please." And he came back, and so they cut off his dick at first, and they were gonna eat it together, and they sautéed it, but they burnt it, so they had to feed it to the dog. And it's like you get one shot, you know, one shot, one opportunity exactly. to eat a dick. Uh, yeah, you're gonna blow it one up. I mean, I guess you could get multiple shots of that if you wanted to. But right there, that was like they should have prepared it a couple of different ways. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wonder what they cooked it in. Flambe that cock. like bu- butter sauce. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Puree, make a pate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all the like veins and shit. Oh, oh my god, it's the good part. I read it on tape, and nothing to me. Hey guys, uh, it's a scorcher out there. It's nine, ninety degrees, warm. yeah, ninety degrees plus. I'm positive I reek right now. I just been sweating, driving all around the fucking like the the weird fringes. Not even the metro Detroit, like Novi region. For people who don't know Detroit, you know this metro Detroit. Which is what? like this, the detached, you know, a lot of places have metro areas. But Detroit, fucking the suburban sprawl goes on forever. And eventually you just end up in this land that is, it's like roller coaster tycoon for brands. Like they just are like, like an eight-year-old is building it. And they just build these insane strip mall. Why were you in Nova? Yeah, really? Because I was in the <laughs> middle of moving. That's the other thing. I'm, uh, I'm, you, I'm, you didn't move to Novi. Why were you in Novi? Novi is right uh, south of Commerce. Just okay. a few miles. Oh, I guess. And we were searching. We were running around trying to find a goddamn uh, like standing AC unit with the hose that goes out the window. Oh, oh, I got one of those. It's great. I don't know why you guys want those. It, wor- it, it. works. It's great. Yeah. Because AC- you can move it from room to room. Well, it, the main thing too is that, uh, and it's more powerful than a window unit. It really is. For some reason, it's weird. Okay. The hose is just to dispose of the water. Right. I don't know. Okay. It works. It okay. definitely works. All right. The structure, uh, or like trying to fix uh, an AC window unit, sometimes can be a fucking pain too. You got to end up getting like an extra thirty dollar like ledge unit to support it. Maybe I've just had shitty AC units. I don't know, <laughs> the or the wrong windows. Yeah, wrong. Yeah, well, your your windows matter a lot. Like I got shitty windows in my apartment. I couldn't I couldn't even fit an AC window unit there. Yeah, I'm a I'm sweaty as hell, wearing my b-ball shorts. Uh, all bruised up from moving boxes, pushing myself past f- physical limits like a true uh, soldier. I don't know what I was going to say there. I want to go ahead and <laughs> I want to thank you for not asking me to help you move. Oh, of course. I would never ask a friend to help me move. I just like to go Whatever. In. I helped you move once, but that was because I was dating your roommate. Oh, right. Well, yeah. See, I didn't really ask you to move. You were just there. You could have asked me to move. I would have helped you. That was fucking awful. Moving sucks. Yeah. 
I, I and I get like a going up that fucking. How narrow is your fucking? Are you an upper? Or yeah, lower? we're an upper unit. So it was that whole the narrow stairway, a stairwell up the fucking. Yeah. Oh god, the couch is still sitting up the first flight of stairs in the like, what do you call it? Uh, landing you just, thing. You just climb up over it. We're just waiting. We're like we're not. We're not going to try to f- finish it on that final stretch to the narrow hallway to the door. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get it eventually. But, but yeah, um, it's a scorcher. <laughs> it's a scorcher, guys. That's all the news. That's all that's going on. Is uh, that's all the news that's fit to print. It's hot. That's the only thing I care about. I like. I Google the news like multiple times a day. Like I keep hoping that it'll just magically change the weather. Like, oh. I'll, I'll look at the ten day forecast, and I'll be like, "Oh, it's, oh, it's gonna be over ninety every day for ten days straight." And then I'll do it again, like in an hour, just hoping it was a dream, bad dream. Uh, I'm also covered in bug bites. Yeah, me too. I went sailing for the first time last night. Ooh, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick is joining the three percent. I think not the one percent. You can poor sail. people sail. Poor people. Poor people. Sail. <laughs> poor people sail, but you need like there like there have been poor people. I would who say have mo- sailed. No, no. I, th- oh, I would say on. most people what? who sail are poor. No, wait, you have to have I mean, a boat to sail. The, do, they do you rent? know how much a boat costs? Uh, uh, more than a poor people, it, most people people can have. It's, it's mostly expensive to dock car. a boat, though. Like to keep people a boat. Jeff, need it only cars. costs Jeff like a thousand dollars a year or something. Most people don't have a thousand. This, I believe. I'm saying, boat. as far as hobbies go, like it's not. It's not. You spend more on movies in a year than he spends on. Boat. Sure, I'm just saying proportionally, <laughs> sailing is a rich person hobby, and it is obviously coded as one as well. It's not that co- it's, it's coded. Not that it's. I not don't think fun. in reality it's, it is definitely in reality. For I don't rich know. People. You should go to the place where he keeps his boat. Hey man, but tell us I would about love your to sailing sail. though. How was the sailing? It was awesome. It was really fun. That yeah, like being powered by the wind, blown around. Yeah, it was fair ethereal. It was yeah. like he was harnessing the elements to move a, That's a vehicle. Across the water. And then we swam. He anchored in the middle of fucking Lake St. Clair with all these waves. Hell yeah. And we swam by... He had to drop a line with a fucking... Or drop lines into the water with uh, uh, life jackets attached to them. And you just, like, hold on to them. Because the current... Because the Detroit River current was going through... Going, like, pushing us. (laughs) Are you going to go to the uh, Jobby Nooner next year? That already happened. Yeah, oh, well, next, next well, there's it's actually it's a biannual event, so is it really? You what? Gonna participate in the jo- uh, yeah, yeah, Jobby Nooner. There's another one around Labor Day. Oh, I, I can't believe that. this Ohioan is telling us our history. If you want to go to St. Clair Shores and surround yourself Sorry around history. like a shitty island that keeps <laughs> keeps getting smaller because the like uh, water level keeps rising, just a just a patch. Yeah, it's kind of a garbage patch, except uh, it's uh, it is an actual island. I don't actually know if this island sucks. I just saw an aerial view of it, and I was like, this just looks like like basically a, I don't know, a place. Well, they're boating, and like you can like walk in the water that they're boating. In. They can't? Okay. That makes more sense. It's like waist high. Yeah. This is a, like thousands of people come to this thing, and they like line their boats up. And, and they give all, each other yeah. sexually transmitted infections and things. They, they still held the Jobby Nooner this year. Well, it's know, like the equivalent of like strong. Mardi Gras for people around here for like the most awful type of person around here <laughs> yeah there's been a lot of boat power for trump lately in michigan we had the beautiful boaters cruise down the detroit river flying the detroit flag or their trump flags and like wearing their trump latex masks and whoop, screaming having a great time i saw some drone videos made of that beautiful event the beautiful boaters there's been a I lot heard of boaters. some whole th- i read some whole thing about the boaters 
like why he said that. Because he loves them, right? And this I is going to be is there useless. More to it? No, it was because some guy who's like in some boating association like gave him a bunch of money or something. I don't even know the, with with people, with Trump. To me, it, it makes more sense to just imagine that he thinks boats are cool. Yeah, I mean, again, like, this is this is not <laughs> saying anything about your sailing adventure. Boats, in general, are an elite thing in America. Like having, especially in Michigan, owning a nice boat and having a lake house is like the highest tier of social life in Michigan. Yeah, okay. And the straight to video. So, and this is so with Trump. It's like boats. Yes, boats are for the elite. Boats are for us cool guys. We love the boaters. The most people who boat are white trash. Around here, sure, but like, I mean, most. That's because white trash are the people who most believe people around the here are white trash. Myths, uh, <laughs> sold to us by pop culture about wealth, while the actual rich people, like you know, and also rich people their, are white trash, man. You would not see them just going got money. to Jobby Nooner. The real rich people, like, just have a you know a private island where they fuck kids. Yes, uh, yeah. To be blunt about it, yeah. I've also been saying, by the way, and Nick is right, it is a blast. It's great. Most, a lot of things that rich people do is pr- it's pretty fun. I mean, sailing in particular was rad. But then, uh, well, also, like, watching Jeff, like, scurry all over the boat, like, you know, because you got to, like, Doing do, ropes and like, stuff. Like, do stuff. And oh, he would pull like, and ropes. And, like, the wave would hit or whatever, and he would just get, like, tossed on it. Like, you thought he was going to fall in the water, like, Damn. half the time. Was this, Robert Redford and all is lost? I watched that last <laughs> night, actually. <laughs> When I got home, I watched that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but was when Jeff, we got back to the fucking dock, like the sun went down and all of a sudden there were just like hordes of, like literal, like I've never seen this many bugs in my life. Like not even close. It was like a pop. At your house? It was biblical. No, at the dock. Oh, right. Well, because isn't this the season for the fish flies? Yes. They're it's, like, fa- it's, they're it's, having an orgy. Yeah, it's like a plague. Oh, it's but disgusting. I, I've never seen so many bugs in my entire life. It is and so I got horrible when bugs fuck. Too, oh yeah, to fuck. It's yeah. It's seriously like an yeah. Egyptian plague this time of year. I was in Nashville while I lived in Nashville. There was this weird like once in a few century event where all three of the different types of cicadas, like the nine year cicada, the seven year cicada, and the seventeen year cicada, all coalesced. Like they synced up. Yeah, they synced up. They and and. <laughs> It was it fucking insane. It was horrible. Like <laughs> like that just, scene from uh, Days of Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> there was like I there was a bunch of uh, like Laos uh, immigrants in the Walmart uh, or in the parking lot of Walmart catching them for fishing Lao. bait. Lao, okay. Laos I, makes them sound like they're. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's horrible. It's not like live on your scalp. No. It's Lao. Laotian. Lao. Lao. Is it Laotian? Laotian. They all sound wrong. God damn it. Well, you tell your story. I have to look at this, this time. Up. I was pre- trying to pretend that I was like an NPR reporter, and I had a Zoom on me, and I was like, "I'm going to make a little s- news story about it." Post on the internet, I, which I didn't do, but I did go up to them and like ask, like, "Hey guys, what are you doing?" And they're Laos. like, "We're catching them for fi- fishing." Laos, I was right. Ten points to Gryffindor. What do they call that? The metonym? Is that what it's called? Don't make me look up another thing. I'll look it up, guys. I'm but, sorry. We oh, were talking okay. to the Laos. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The thing is, there's a lot, you know, there is, Kevin, you know, as much as we might not like it, a lot of things are happening. And, you know, I want to talk, well, okay, honestly, there's one thing I've been kind of itching to Demon, talk about. Demonym, I think. De- Demonym. 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 Why are you? Are we, it, are we looking too. up goddamn... It's Lao or Lao. This is Harris Widow's phone corner here. Why are you d- directly addressing me? You're like, Kevin, there's a lot going on in the I'm world. I'm switching eye contact. Oh, because you said something earlier about, like, 
trying like not wanting to read news or but i think you were talking about the weather no i i read i check look up the weather like every hour on the hour like constantly and i i get full of so much despair when i look at it like, are we do for any rain what <laughs> i mean you keep looking at the weather report is there any rain coming soon uh at the end of at, like day nine of this well, there's like a 50 percent chance fuck. and it's it's I've never been so miserable because of weather in my entire life. A thunderstorm. I've got. I've reverted back to the like point of where I like. I'm just like googling the weather in other cities, like in Seattle, <laughs> being like, "Oh my god!" That in was Seattle, awesome. there's our transition. Oh, oh, we can talk about the chop, the chaz. <laughs> well, because I, I honestly, I want to like. Uh-oh. I just basically want to take back some things. <laughs> you know. Well, to be here's what happened is because on a previous episode, I, I kind of clumsily was trying to say give them the benefit of the doubt. I ended up saying, like, I don't think they should be criticized. Uh, obviously, we're past that point now. But uh, at the time, I had been listening to and recommended a podcast, uh, Yeah, But Still's interview with a guy who referred to himself as James Madison and one of, one of, was one of the main figures, like, running security down there, mm-hmm. which, when I recommended it, I was about 20 minutes into or like when I said what I said. Classic millennial recommending something he he only read the headline of. I still recommend it, but the impression that I got from it up until that point was like, oh, this is like weird, but not overtly horror. Like definitely something to keep an eye on. Let's see. And when I went back and listened to it after this uh, recent just uh, execution of like two teenage black boys uh, by the security force. Uh, it was just like s- s- gut drop after successive drop, gut drop listening to this guy talk. And I don't – let me say it's all speculation. I don't know if this is the guy who shot him. I don't think we know who did the actual firing. Uh, but it was it, – it, it painted a picture of like the culture of people that uh, showed up to do security, maybe not being like <laughs> explicitly interested in the uh, project of – Mm-hmm. Uh, they were more interested in showing up to patrol an area, especially this guy who was an ex-Marine and and kept referring to, well, he you could hear like the light in his eyes or his eyes lighting up when he was describing, uh, he, the, the host asked him, like, why did you show up? Like, what leads like, makes a guy like you show up? And his whole reason wasn't like George Floyd or like uh, the project really or, 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 you know, black rights or even uh, police brutality. It was... That he just noticed, he saw on the news that like people were showing up with guns and like me, like white supremacists were menacing them, and he described it as like I saw that there was like there was an actual threat. This is like a guy who's just basically like, oh, I can jump back in my element. I can I can I can patrol an uh, occupied territory and and uh, shoot insurgents or you know at least do make make patrol plans and and talk. And he's also this guy started to sound like he was Adderall on Adderall to me or something. It just was like a guy super like in the moment of like, we're doing this. And you can hear him like yelling at people in the, or not yelling at people, like but having really heated uh, con- exchanges with people about being like, all right, are we, at, are we, are we still at threat security level two? All right, all right, good, good. And then he goes back to the interview and- uh, Was this guy just you on Kratom? I mean, it was like, just no, me on Adderall. Like that's with me, if I showed up with a fucking gun, it was an ex-Marine. And, uh, and anyone, because there's one point where like, he's saying like, thank you, seriously, thank you so, so much. Thank you so, so, so much. To it, Not that this is like the least interesting tidbit from the whole thing, the idea that he's on Adderall, because uh, the first yellow flag is he says, he's asked, uh, what what is your political 
where do you where, where do you view yourself politically? What's your political ideology? And he says center left. And then he says, I won't want to call myself far left because then I'll sound like a white supremacist. So that was weird. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. Whoever associates far left with white supremacy. He's talking about a horseshoe theory. Yeah, right, exactly. It's like a guy who just believes in uh, centrist politics. The perfect kind of guy to... That any kind of extreme political position is extreme. I guess, but I, I mean, I, that's, like, that's like dumb because like no one's even... That's not even like a common implication of... Of being far left, that's not like a thing that's usually associated with being even even like negative. You're saying but, white supremacy specifically. Yeah, right. it's not even. Right. That's not even like normally like right. even pejoratively associated with the far left. If right. you ask Candace Owens, you know, did you guys know that actually the uh, Republicans freed the slaves? Well, I mean, uh, it's a fact. Yeah, I mean that revealed to me someone who has right wing voices in his ear that he does not dismiss or mock. Well, and also, you know? anyone who like, defines themselves as center-left is a fucking loser. Yeah, exactly. Like, and also, like, to view yourself as a centrist when you showed up to, like, what are, what are you trying... What is this weird thing you're trying to spin where you are, right now, defending, like, an autonomously, like, like declared... An yeah, against the police, like, against the state, and you're like, oh, I'm, like, pretty much, like, kind of center. I'm centrist. And, uh, and you're... It doesn't make any sense. It just like it showed to me. It's like a guy kind of out to drift. Really, his main and revealed his main motivation is like to just be there. And I, I, I know I don't mean to be talking so specifically about this guy, but I'm kind of trying to talk about the whole vibe over there of the security because everything that he said really, like, was elucidated what happened. Mm. Uh, and especially you know listening to it in retrospect or listening to it in at post that the shooting, which. On, if anyone doesn't know, we should probably describe that. Uh, there was a... <laughs> do you want to describe Here, it? Someone else want to talk? Let's, Someone else let's, describe let's it. Let's do some like 20 minutes meta commentary on this t- issue and then explain what yeah. it is. Okay, so, okay yeah. Because well, I, I, all I know is that, there was, that the two teenagers were killed at, at the chop. Okay. Uh, I, don't, and I, uh, I don't know really... Does anyone really know? Who, do you know what happened? That's exactly the whole thing. Is that the whole fucking point of... Of, I mean, of, the idea, of, okay, so the old, I can give the yeah. overview yeah, yeah, yeah. of what at least, so I saw the tweet that was celebrating these people's deaths initially saying, oh yeah, show up, that's what's going to happen. A lot whatever. of people have grossly been like trying to justify doing that. So anyway, allegedly there was a, what, it was like a minivan? It was a white SUV. A white SUV or silver SUV. Uh, what, yes. And, and, and allegedly earlier in the day there, there had was been some con- There was some like, was... conflict between some, somebody in a white SUV. Earlier, yeah. And some white people, I think. I don't know if that's. And I don't even know if I, no, I, I, I really don't know. This All was we... the narrative that was presented initially. There are some things we do, we know for sure that they fucking shot two these two people were allegedly trying to get past a barricade in their car but we know for sure that they were shot uh one 14 year old was killed or i think the 14 years in critical condition they were black teenagers 16 year old was uh was killed and and there's a video of one of them screaming oh you ain't dead yet and then you hear a gunshot and i don't know yeah like so that's on the video yeah and guess what they said of course these just this is the parallels to the police. It's so sad how quickly they vindicated like that right wing thing of just being or you know anyone that wanted to mock them and be like, uh, oh the first thing you did in you anar- in your anarchist commune is create a new police and it's ridiculous how much they kind of did because it well, went worse. Were those people police? I mean, 
devil's advocate here. Yeah. Were they policing the commune, or were they security to keep out, like, white supremacists and threats? I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I, that, well, I, actually, I did hear this guy also talked about, at one point, like, a homeless guy breaking into a business, and they, like, showed up and were, like, handling that situation, too, okay. which kind of strikes to me as, like, that's more, like, normal police work. That's not, like, you uh, defending, yeah, like, just explicitly enough, defending enough. it. But also... The, the you, we still haven't. Can we just give like a brief outline of the events so that because we're just mm-hmm. kind of babbling about something yeah. that the we main can point is that we actually don't know because they claimed that okay, so they, that there were guns. About it no, no, I'm doing it. I was gonna do a concise thing. This is the equivalent of movie chatter, but politics, which is not good at all. The word they had guns. Movie chatter is better. They had guns, guys. They they were guns well, in the car. But the kids, guess what? The that kids wasn't had guns. The story. That's just what they said. Okay, all right, whatever. Nick, what? please continue your summary. Right, you Nick, give you, you, here, what, are we, do, what are me and him even doing here right now? Give you, okay, give your give your uh, your version. Not my version. <laughs> just what the fuck I heard. <laughs> we're doing a Rashomon. They said there like, was. They were said somebody yes. somebody did a drive by <laughs> earlier in the earlier in the evening, and they thought it was the same people, so they fucking shot him. Right. That's the story. There's, there's, there's. Uh, an, now, if uh, that's tr- any truth to that, I don't know. But there's an extension too, where they claim that there were guns and bullets and a bunch of bullets in the car. Okay, and was that true? Sus- suspiciously, there's no video of that. That's the thing. Well, that doesn't prove there wasn't. Yeah, Why I would mean, you is not? There, is there like I know, a police it report prove, or something? But the whole point is that you've created an unaccountable security force that's ex- executing people in the streets. Abs- absolutely, I, I don't disagree with that. So it's just ironic that like these fucking. I'm not defending what happened. I'm just saying you were like, well, maybe we should explain what happened, and then you didn't do that. You just <laughs> you just kept like throwing out little details. That guy, it's it's a it's it's storytelling. We need uh, we need we, a, we a need fractured, to assume. Like, uh, when we were telling stories, one fewer, that our audience doesn't know what we're kratom. talking about. One fewer kratom next time. <laughs> no, I'm not on kratom. Really? Yeah. He's just he's just worn out. I think we You're should change the title up. of the podcast yeah. to right. "I Saw the Tweet." I saw the tweet. What yeah. tweet? Just that. It's "I Saw the Tweet." That's the name of the podcast. Yeah, so. it should be the new name. <laughs> what did, oh, the whole thing. Yeah, I saw the tweet. Like I saw the light. I saw the tweet. Mm-hmm. I saw the tweet. Yeah, you could do record a new theme song. Guys, but we're supposed to, we're supposed to, we got to not, we got to stop saying this too. We got to stop being like, oh, you told me that before, or I saw the tweet. We got to then, if you saw it, just build a I didn't see the tweet, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mocking that. I'm just saying, I think it'd be a good name for a type of podcast. Okay. Because well, I, nice. I brought my Twitter back again, but I have unfollowed a shitload of people. I'm trying a new thing where I am unfollowed anyone who's ever caused me any bit of agita in the, in the past. I'm just going to just try to vibe. Yeah. And only going out on my computer, never on my phone. Just vibing. And that's it, how you do online. And hopefully, because, you know, unfortunately, during the, do online. during the quarantine, uh, my, 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 uh, my social bonds are frayed, and I need a simulator of social, sociability. Uh, so Come to my house anytime you want. Yeah, but I need to where... Yeah, you come over and watch me play Grand Theft Auto. You watch me cross $100 million. You have $100 mil? I have ninety-seven and a half million dollars. You're almost a billionaire. I'm almost ten percent of the way to a billion. Oh, I thought you said nine hundred. No, no, ninety-seven point oh, okay. five million. Damn, guys! I just want to say one more thing about Please. the Chaz about guy the chess before chop? before. No, no, we, we I want to hear. Sure, I want to hear what your what your thoughts are. This is the most unsettling thing. This is the, like the real gut drop moment. Was when he they he's only twenty-six, and so they ask him. Uh, what, what, what was your, your ex-military, you know, what were you doing? And 
he's hesitant to say he's like oh let me just say it was like a very tight-knit group it was and then eventually he says like it was part it was in the marines like part of the marines and and then he calls himself uncritically and kind of enthusiastically that he was a door kicker he was doing the and he doing the stuff that like the government doesn't want you to know about and they're like oh what region were you doing that in he's like oh the middle east and like a few other regions Okay, so <laughs> I obviously you're not saying verbatim what he said. No, I almost am. Okay, that sounds like somebody who's lying about their military service to me. <laughs> that is actually that uh, sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my experience, people who talk about their military service, at least in this era, are not vague about who they like. He like normally they're just like, yeah, I was with the 101st Infantry Division or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That sounds like somebody who made like, special ops. Up. Oh, man. in the you know, in the Middle East. Yeah, and like, like what the fuck? He's hesitant to say like what group or what part, but he's like, oh, like the Marines, like a specific part. <laughs> like, so what? he's either like doing super secret shit, or he is lying. Well, or, that that adds to the LARPing like element yeah. that that is like present at these whole things, and you can tell like you know they're talking about the goddamn threat levels and shit, and yeah. and they're just like. They're so hopped up. They just sound like a bunch of people like on Adderall, like doing a horrible job at like building a garden or whatever. You know, like have you? I don't know if you've, if anyone that's familiar with how people on Adderall are just, they're just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we could like put the, we could plant like the cucumbers over here. It's like yeah, yeah, that'd be so good. And let's like use the, we can build the stones. You know, just coming up with all these nonsense. Or you're just excited to be fucking doing anything. It's like those doped up spiders. <laughs> building webs building weird w- fucked up webs yeah they're like we could fucking do some webs over here like oh shit that's such a fucking good idea man Should put a strand over here <laughs> dude we could do like a cluster over here It'd be so tight fucking st- oh god thank you so much for like helping me uh yeah i well, well, that's i mean I, that's all the jazz i just wanted to say uh i'm lifting my embargo on criticizing. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Kind of glad I didn't go over there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally the night before that happened, my buddy who lives in Tacoma was like, made a joke about like, because he was like talking about some, we were talking about hamburgers, and he was like, oh, this one place. And I was like, oh, that looks good. And then he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take you to get one when I pick you up from the airport on the way to the, the chop. <laughs> and then the next morning I read this shit about like what happened and I was like, oh, well, hmm. yeah. I mean, even before then too, there was, there were like drive-bys happening because the, 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 the police like forced them to open up a road that when they, so there were up, drive-bys. Happening. Oh yeah, there were, that's the thing is that there was a reason to not to excuse or justify anything. Because, right. Like, but a reason to be like, they like, were on fucking stressed edge. out and yeah, on edge. Right. It, there was, there's was a road that was opened up for through traffic that allowed basically to be a long stretch that cars, any cars can just drive right past the encampment. Okay. And, and there had been drive-bys and people killed or I don't know if anyone, I'm pretty sure people died, but people were definitely shot. And so the mayor, just man we should learn more before we do this stuff but uh so the mayor just sent just said okay that's you're done and everybody just went home i know i don't know if people did it i mean i know they're bulldozing it but i I mean where do the people go where are the people are the people still there no they're not they fucking left oh really after that yeah everybody left and then they're like and they're like well you're we're gathering your personal belongings Mm -hmm. I don't know how much. They said they were going to, well, don't worry, we're going to gather your personal belongings and put them somewhere where you can come and, like, claim them or something. And then it was just this video of 
the cops just like throwing all this sh- everything into a dump into like just a throwing fucking the tr- sound into like a trash truck. <laughs> this weird ass James Madison guy, uh, the fourth too, president which, of the United he, States. He like it's so weird too that he, that's that's another layer. He refers to himself as a an, a, like a founding father. I mean, uh, his name could be James Madison's common name. Fuck, I don't even remember what I was going to say about him. All right, yeah. What if his name's just James Madison? No, he said that it's not. Oh, I, that's what I remember. I was going to say is that he he like that he's probably regretting right now that he is uh, prominently featured and was bragging about kind of in in all of those photoshopped Fox News photo. Like, did you see on articles they would photoshop things to make Chaz Chop look scarier? No, and with like they would and they one of their favorite things to do was to edit him in the foreground holding his gun all armed up. Wait, so Fox News was just just airing fo- like photoshopped fake ass photos of yeah. the child. Yep. Yep. They're, they're like because it's you could say, I mean I'm sure if you question to make it, it look scarier. I'm imagining like <laughs> like I don't know. Just like I think it was scary when it was called the Chaz because I think of Chaz Palminteri, you know, very strong, virile. Italian I think of Chaz Bono. You think of Chaz Bono? I, yeah. I think of Chaz Pickle. No, Bono. not Pickles. Chaz Finster. Chuck Chaz Bono. Did I ever tell you about how I thought Chaz Bono was Bono's kid, <laughs> not Sonny Bono's kid? Nice. That's true. That's a true story. Yeah, Bono's Bono's name is Bono Bono. Yeah, Bono Bono. He's like Franco well, Franco. Just, it could be like high school and shit when you call your friends by their last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, now we're cooking. I love hey, my, yeah, this my, is, my this favorite is segment is when we this went co- completely off the rails. Thirty seconds. Yeah, in. go hot like without any like even like coherence. <laughs> just like let's go into a nitty gritty like political thing that usually I don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dustin will do some like very like uh, a granular uh, micro commentary, <laughs> and then I'll be the whole time I'll be like, "What the fuck are we talking about?" It's great. <laughs> I gotta say, man, you kind of have the podcast number, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and then it's the charm you guys and, pay. And then after about forty-five minutes, we then start talking about our dicks, and it gets better. <laughs> That's the format of the podcast. But it can't be just that. That the format of the oh yeah right. The format is the un- unraveling. We did cover eating dick. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started out, started out strong. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Virile. Who knows? Wait, you what? didn't finish. Was that on Mike? What? Oh yeah, the, the the Russian cannibal stuff. Yeah, yeah. You never finished that story. Oh, I mean, the, the end of the story is that he, he fed eats the dick the to guy. the dog. He's got a, he's got a, but he kind of complained about. What parts about of the guy did he eat though? The whole thing. He had a, he had a basement freezer that was just full. Wait, of how like, long did it take him to eat the whole guy? He said like a year. They said it'd take him a long time. Did he eat the brains and stuff? I guess probably. I, I, and I don't know why he didn't just give up if he started to like have second thoughts. But he was like, "Hi, you know." He was like, "Well, I killed this guy. Like, I gotta he, finish it. I gotta <laughs> finish him." Be kind of fucked up if I like, and he wanted to be eaten, and if I just kind of like took a few nibbles and was like, "Eh." He's like the American Indians. He wanted to use every part of the animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, every part of the buffalo, every part of the. Craigslist cannibal volunteer. They have Craigslist in Russia. Yeah, I'm sure you could probably. Right, that is actually. I want to. Would it be all in Cyrillic? I guess I would so. Assume. Yeah, it's all. Did you guys see? Speaking of Cyrillic, the fucking Biden ad that is like in Cyrillic. It like yeah, they keep like it's like um, they have like subtitles 
of saying what all the Cyrillic says, and they like have like this like visual like font of Cyrillic like appearing the whole time all over Is it. This, like Trump, it's, Russia stuff. Yeah, and they literally like show Lenin, like Vladimir Lenin, and and uh, and go through the 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 succession of uh, the course of of russian ussr rulers and 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 in putin like they're just they're just overtly i don't know maybe the people making these ads are as stupid as the people that they're for but if you know they're just overtly like here's your fucking slop you dipshit babies here you go i'm thinking hey hey cool i'm thinking of maybe getting into russia gate why not <laughs> dude yeah. you are late that's late man oh no, man it's You're back missing all it's back it's always it's We're, ever uh, present. Don't you know that uh, Russians are putting bounties on our beautiful boys? Oh my! And on top of that fucking shit, Donald Trump. This has got me in a fucking conundrum. Let me just preface to say I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump, okay? <laughs> but mm-hmm. it is horrifying that how I don't know, man. blurred the more like the morality of who it's would be four be- months away still lesser of two evils like used to exist to an extent. There was actually truth to the idea. That like oh they're these are both evil but like okay. these people will be slightly less evil right now that is that playing field has been completely leveled because we got Trump saying that he's gonna they're like oh what do you how this is outrageous how has Donald Trump done nothing about the bounty on the Afghanistan troops heads and he's like oh yeah shit let's uh, maybe we should remove them maybe we should get them out of Afghanistan and the Democrats are just like no 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 no. No, 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 not like that. Did you guys hear about this? Yes. Some of it, yeah. There's like a fuck, fucking guy named like Jason Crow, some Democrat who... It's it's a whole coalition. They all voted... Of the Blue Crows? This shit. The whole house like voted this shit in like by a huge majority, but he he's this like fucking ass like dipshit uh, veteran Democrat guy uh, and... It's like the anti-Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have two eye patches? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. No, he has one, but it's on the other eye. Oh. <laughs> That's the yin and the yang. Left and right. Mm-hmm. And that is why this amazing machine called America runs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We get two just different eye patched veterans. Hey, in the land of the blind, the one eyed man is king. That's right. Mm hmm. Um, so, yeah. They're, so they're looking to escalate in Afghanistan then. Yeah. They, I mean, let me. It's fucking. I got, I got a thing I can. Well, they're just directly lifting stories now from the NFL because Bounty Gate was a subplot in the, in like football <laughs> last year's football season. So it's like next they're going to be talking about the soldiers are taking knees to protest what themselves. Like I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So we got the National Defense Authorization Act amendment from Representative Jason Crow would require several certifications before the U.S. military can further draw down in Afghanistan. The amendment was approved 45 to 11. This was like a committee in the House. That voted for this, but the point is, is that right now the Democrats are the ones that are uh, saying you absolutely cannot withdraw from the Middle East. You know, it's it always would have probably come to that, obviously, because fucking Obama didn't actually do it and mm-hmm. ran on that, and mm-hmm. you no, know, everyone knows they don't actually want to do it. But it's got it's funny to see it come to the point where their bluff is called, and Trump's like, because he's like Trump is just like that's a that's a perfect solution to a guy who is dumb and gets bored of stuff you know he's like oh there's like a problem over there with their want to kill the soldiers we should let's let's get them out of there i guess and uh <laughs> and they're just seems seems pretty reasonable honestly yeah, it's yeah like well, the, trump's actually been on the like 
uh, anti-war uh, thing in the Middle East for a while, mm-hmm. like, even before he was president. This is not like this is not like to like gas him up or anything, but like that's what's insane. Well, I mean that's part. I mean he, that's part of why people like him. And he ran on that. Of course, he ran against Hillary Clinton, someone who voted for the Iraq War, and one of the one main of the biggest points. hawks in the fucking American political system. And he leveraged that point against her that she voted for the Iraq War and explicitly said we shouldn't have fucking gone there. Yeah. And of course, watching all this shit. You're thinking, oh, he doesn't. He's just saying that shit. Like he doesn't really mean it. Yeah, he doesn't care. And it's he, like, I don't think he gives a shit one way or the other. But what's weird is that it actually—that's the only consistent thing that is manifested from his presidency—is that he do, he de-escalates and and like withdraws well, and he well he the only when time he's he, not like murdering Soleimani and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did that. I mean, that's because he's a dumb. He doesn't he actually was, have an he ideology. He was escalating with Kim Jong Un until he met him. And then was like, oh, we watched a movie together. It was great. That's that, right. That's it's not because I think he's a good guy. He's like a kind of just like dumb, for lack of a better word, like common sense and like common sense in the stupid way. Where like, yeah, he doesn't have a grand ideological, uh, like you know, projects, architecture right, to his head. Right. So he meets Kim Jong Un and he gets along with him. He's like, oh well, I guess that's that. Like, I don't really want to. Yeah, or like Bolton's like, we need to fucking invade all these places, and he's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, and then yeah. he fires him and calls Bolton stupid. Yeah, I think he like, like implicitly <laughs> understands that um, like his base doesn't really care about foreign policy, uh, and he also. All that stuff, like foreign war, all that stuff takes attention away from him. Basically, he likes yeah. so, he likes stories that are easy to manage and easy to control, like the like the anything going on with the NFL. <sighs> the, the the okay, so it's interesting. It's just occurred to me the irony of him not escalating these things and not focusing on foreign wars and stuff is that that's like the easiest way to like get reelected. I wonder though because they're, they're he like did you run just on that fan the flames of war and everybody's like, well we're doing this war we gotta like we gotta stick to it. I think that's historically been true, but I don't know. Uh, like with uh, with Iraq and Afghanistan, right, there, right, yeah. there was a, like a there was like a moral impetus in a lot of people like as retribution for nine eleven. Right. I don't like I don't know if there's a hunger for that at a specific target right now. Like, yeah, I'm sure it just it makes you seem presidential. Like yeah. when you're like the being the commander in chief. Well, that's, that's some shit that makes people like. That's like, why oh, Biden's right. fanning the anti-China flames, right. obviously. Yeah. But, like, I don't think the average voter, like, of course, the main storyline, the main plot of Iraq, and, like, we had a whole 9-11, you know, people still think that, like, the average person thinks that Saddam Hussein had something to do with 9-11. So, it's like, that was, like, the grand storyline. But the average voter, especially, like, the average Republican, it's hard to believe that they, like, fucking give a shit about who the leader of Venezuela is. They, they might, in the moment, like, if they can get Well, if up, you can get them ginned up about, like, socialism. Right. But it's... That that's another good example of Trump. Is Trump got like fucking bored of being told that this weird loser nerd Guaido like was the president of Venezuela? And at a certain point, he's just like, "Can I can I like fucking talk to the real president, please? Mm. Like this guy sucks. His people like he's a nerd. He's not cool. He's not strong. He's not tough. And I'd like to talk to the tough, cool guy. And that's all he cares well, sorry, about. Hugo Chavez is dead. So, <laughs> yeah, Maduro is a bit more. Uh, Maduro is definitely not as cool as Chavez. <laughs> of course not. Not nearly as photogenic or as as a powerful speaker. He has like a habit of in photos looking like a little nervous or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Are we picking up the motorcycles. Probably a we little. Probably shouldn't record on bike night. <laughs> tonight, in, in, yeah, <laughs> Thursdays also, are bike night. Maybe there shouldn't be a fucking bike night during a goddamn. Uh, pandemic that is 
as of last week, had its worst day ever in America. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, but like, let's just keep fucking. Also, you can't even drink at bars down here. What are these people doing here? Drinking on their bikes. Well, I think you're still allowed to do the outdoor bars. So like, yeah, but there there aren't that many does, patios in does the Royal. Pinkies on... count as an outdoor bar? Hell yeah, that oh, one. That man, shit is, is popping. I mean, they're like, they're because they're mostly outdoor. I wonder. I, I've looked up. That there should and be always, closed. Shit's going on up there. That Where should be closed. Pointing? What? You're pointing the wrong. I'm direction. pointing towards Pinkies. You pointed. Oh, you initially way, pointed bitch. over there. Well, I was just trying to. Do no, I'm just saying. I don't know if since <laughs> it's what, really great for the podcast. Yesterday or two days ago, when she shut the bars down again, uh, Whitler out again. I didn't look witless sharpening her long knives. Big Gretch, ready to come for us. Uh, no, I just like when I got here, I didn't look up to see if Pinkies is open. She's trying to murder the bars. Mm-hmm. Man, conservatives sure are stupid. It's ama- it's amazing to see the the way they can gin themselves up against this totally like she sucks. She's like a milk toast fucking it's just Democrat. Benign as fuck. Yeah, like, it's like like literally just trying not to kill everybody. And you've decided that she's like a fascist. That she's Hitler, the second coming because of, of Hitler. The masks? Because she like said, I saw somebody say some shit like, <laughs> you know, the Jews had masks, the Nazis made them wear, and it's like what the fuck. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, um, All right. Cool. As, as an American, from the moment you're born to the day you die, you are told that the most important thing in life is to pursue your desires, consume things, be happy, do what you want. That's what you're told all day long. Within reason. Well, actually, we're not told within reason. We're just told to think like fucking parasites. You're still supposed to long. wear a fucking seatbelt. Sure. Everybody knows that. I but mean, people don't. Look how but... long. Look how much of a saga that was. Uh, that poor no, man I know, was no, I ostracized. I know, for I know, I I agree. I'm just saying, like, at this point in time, pretty much everybody understands that you should just wear a fucking seatbelt. Well, yeah. By that poor man, but you mean like, Nader? Yeah. <laughs> Austria, yeah, I guess so, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna disparage the man in front of his biggest fan, okay? Yeah, I mean, this like. He's a three time Nader voter over here. You should wear three a seatbelt. Three time, you get a badge for that. Guys, you, you know, you should have got to beat him. Yeah. <laughs> There's only like there he could meet every person who voted for him three times <laughs> in like an afternoon. Yes. And then, and, and and without even violating COVID uh, uh capacity <laughs> numbers. <Right. laughs> it's a Joe Biden rally. There's <laughs> probably only like five or six hundred of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I think we should do? I think we should pause so I can go to the bathroom and we need a reset. So okay. Whoa. Wow. Okay, coming in strong with a... I He's like got it. some editorial input. That was pretty alpha right there. All right. All right. Edit point. Cut. He's got high T. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Take it easy this year. Avoid a crowded sandbar if you're on the boat up north. Grill up some burgers and hot dogs with a small, close group of family or friends. I want to just take one second here and thank people like Mitt Romney and Vice President Pence and Dick Cheney, all of whom have been sporting masks. You know, on the ubiquitous wait, subject. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Wait. Yes. Of course I will wait for you. So I'll take a breath. Mm-hmm. So what are we about to talk about? We're about to talk about weird right-wingers coming out their, uh, coming out with their guns, whether they're in their glove box, glove, de- glove I must say glove department, glove box that they're just excited <laughs> to use, uh, and they're like, oh, a black person slapped my car. I get to point a gun at her and... Scream in her face. <laughs> yeah. This is what I bought the gun for. Great. Or whether you're a, a couple that's going to come out of your mansion and improperly hold your guns and accidentally point at each other the whole time while, you know, that's, I guess there's not that much specifically to say other than it's, it's uh, 
The woman in Auburn Hills, to her credit, had good trigger discipline, at least. <laughs> yes, of course. We want to we want to commend her trigger discipline, which was not seen at the weird. Uh, wait, what? Where was that man? She was Lewis? a gated community right? in, somewhere. In yeah, where? St. Louis. Yeah. Yes, right. Uh, and. Yeah, their the house world. is actually kind of sick. Mm-hmm. And I it's mean, like people disgustingly were tra- gaudy. No, no it's, it's horrible. Not. No, it's not. I saw those pictures. It was pretty. It's go- just big. No, it looks no, like a no, fucking the, museum. The like the art and shit is tight. But it's it's, it's so ostentatious. For, for me, all of the it's it's literally just all I wealth. Was, I thought it was pretty tasteful for a rich people. Well, this house. is a, this is a sale guy. Okay, you compared to a McMansion because this is real wealth where they could be like. Oh yes, please. No, make like this. it's like nice architecture, and it looks like a fucking like the Lincoln Memorial or something. You, you know, who I, are these people? Like, what, what is? Do we know what his wealth is from? Ah, oh, fuck, I forget. They're both lawyers. Okay, oh, I gotta specifically call out the the just the banisters. They just look they're horrible. They're overwrought. You know, maybe maybe the other stuff. The study actually looked pretty nice. They had a nice rug. This is a new segment where we'll be reviewing the uh, the opulence of the wealthy. Yeah. And, and also commenting on their gun No, it's control. like it looks like mm-hmm. the fucking Sistine Chapel. Yeah. You guys are out of your minds. And I'd like to say Donald Sistine Trump's pretty, uh, golden toilet is nice. Pretty gaudy to live in. No, it's pretty. It's like really pretty. The art is really nice. They have nice furniture. But the, I think the like the thing is imagine living in Like compare life. that to fucking Obama's house. Oh God. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean Point they're clearly made. very rich. Point made. They're Obama's clearly very house. rich, which, you know, whatever, fuck that, but Obama's house looks like a fucking like park rec center, uh, compared to that fucking house. Uh, no, this is a beautiful house. <laughs> we love the house, folks. It's real. Well, I mean, it looks like fucking yeah. It looks like it looks gross in the sense that like I'll never have sh- two chandeliers in one room in my house. But like, I mean, I, yeah, I would never want. To I think it's, I think it's quite tasteful. Honestly, is, is a chandelier really nice? Do we really? I don't want like a chandelier. chandeliers. Like, I, a chandelier to me is like intrinsically like that is for rich people. I and have a I chandelier don't like in my it. house. What? Where? Where? It's in the kitchen in the uh, dining room. The hell? I guess I've never noticed it. Now my entire perception well, you, of your home is different now. You must have a tasteful chandelier. It's there much less tasteful than their chandelier. It must be a small one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like... Big chandeliers are gaudy. All, all, you know, just through and through. No, I'm sticking by my guns. I think their house looks nice. Sticking by his guns. I mean, I was Bring one over when to you compared no to Obama's house. Intended. So, you know, actually, can I... I have a... Just, I want to add a little story. Can I tell a ghost story, just real quick, just as an aside? Please. Okay, so you know, Something I talk, that is not about politics. Please. I, I talked about the the haunted house that my uh, my my mom lived in. That was a good story. I liked that story. So <laughs> I actually omitted the best story, which is about that particular house yeah. and the ghost. So my grandpa was an artist. Uh, Did you talk to your mom about this shit? Oh, I've talked to yeah. My mom has described. No, it. I'm saying like what you just remembered this portion that you left out or. Oh no! Yeah, I just remembered. This is the this is the story that sticks with me. The best the best ghost story from the family. So my grandpa, an artist, about he, the ghost who's now in hell, burning in hell. Yeah, no, this uh, this uh, this is related to him. I'll anyway, I'll get. Go to ahead. It. I'm sorry. So my grandpa, an artist, does portraits for people. People show up. You know, they're like uh, to get to pick up the portraits. And one 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 lady showed up to pick up her portrait. And my grandpa wasn't there, and my grandma answered the door, and the woman suddenly went like sheet white, and 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 quickly like made an excuse and Even left. Whiter than she already was. Yes, <laughs> in the Kettering, Ohio suburb, um, and 
Later, she called my grandma and apologized and said, I'm, so, I'm sorry how weird that was that I just like left so suddenly. But was there anyone else in the house with you? And my grandma was like, uh, no. And she was like, well, there is a little old woman standing behind you. And it apparently was a very scary looking one. The kind of little old woman standing behind someone who... This is a different ghost? Well, this is the wife. This is the wife. Yeah, because it was that guy who killed himself, yes. right? They had they had dual experiences. Because he couldn't where... be a banker. Why did he kill no. himself? <laughs> that's a, that's from Seinfeld. Wow, that's, <laughs> oh my that's God. a Seinfeld reference. <laughs> a disgusting smear of poor Carl who killed himself in the basement because he was athletic and became wheelchair oh, bound. Yes, right, yeah. right. Uh, you know, he may have had some disgusting views. Classic. Uh, I don't know. Classic uh, high school jock can't be a jock anymore. Yeah. Ennui and depression. Yeah. I mean, God, who could blame him? But, I mean, his wife was part of it, too. I mean, they, they both, they had experiences with an uh, uh, elderly male ghost and an elderly female ghost. And they okay. assumed the it was... The plot thickens. Yeah. There's ghosts in here. And also, this is a... And our next okay. guest, Peter Bogdanovich, come on up. This is tangential a little bit, but it is a story that happened in the house and could totally be explained by just a kid being weird. But... Uh, there is my cousin. Wait, that was the under the lady saying there was a little old lady standing behind your grandma. What? That was the end of that anecdote. Oh yeah, I mean that's the end. Is was that... the lady like doing like a face like I thought? Yeah, like she... doing bunny ears or something? <laughs> yeah, like she was... what? Like she's making a real nasty. She's sticking her tongue out. With a truck, large Marge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Eye, eyeballs eye, popping eye, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, she was just standing there looking creepy, <laughs> creepy enough to make someone uh, leave really quick. I mean, caveat: my family are insane right wingers, and they believe all sorts of ins- insane shit. But uh, yeah, but this is where you overlap with them. These are personal experiences. Yeah, but I'm saying you are a ghost guy. Oh, absolutely. Did I ever tell you I once applied to uh, to volunteer? Uh, or intern, I guess, with the uh, Southeastern uh, Michigan Ghost Hunters. And they denied me because I had no ghost hunting experience. I was like, where am I supposed to get it if I can't work with you guys? You know Ghost Hunters came here, right? To this theater? Mm-hmm. Really? Really? They checked it out late at night. And there's no ghosts, right? They didn't find any. Yeah, because the fucking people say this place is haunted, and I've never had an experience. I will say, actually, I wish. two days ago I was here watching something. I, it's not, I, I, not a, it's just, I, I, I come up here and watch movies a lot. And this is the first time I've ever heard weird sounds ever. And it's probably just something, you know, it's an old building shifting or something. I don't know. But I was watching a movie in the theater and twice during the movie I heard very loud, like like, like someone else was in here. And it's like no like one. A, like a vocalization? Not a vocalization, but it was like. like, the, like Somebody moving around? It was like a loud, like. Yeah. Like what know? was and that? I, and I know it was like. Uh, and I, I, it was so loud that I, I heard it over the movie, and I paused the movie to go look around, and be like, "What the fuck?" And it happened twice. And I don't know what it, I was. Did something fall down somewhere? I, I got know. a little creeped out the other night when I was here watching Harry Potter, yeah. like a couple weeks ago. Uh, of course, it could just be you know Harry Potter's really scary, and I might yeah. have just got creeped out. Yeah, especially those first <laughs> Dementors. Few that troll. Ooh, I think I was watching the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, the Basilisk. Pretty. Oh, scary. actually, no. Big snake. I don't know. You know, to to wrap up my little this is not that great of a story, but my cousin uh was one family reunion was kept being found in the basement talking to no one and when everyone asked her like what she was who she was talking to, she said it was like an angel with and she the name she gave was like a really strange name. It's it, it wasn't Ichabod because that's like Ichabod Crane, but it was something like that. I don't remember what it was, but that's the other story. Also, I did join a ghost hunting group in Dayton, Ohio. Cornelius. 
Did what? you guys use like EP, EPV and stuff? Did you like use real ghost hunting equipment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is this was an ex-cop that uh, an, a wheelchair-bound ex-cop who started a a ghost hunting group. Uh, this is the guy from Family Guy. So he would sit there basically. Uh, he would sit there and he would monitor all of the security cameras. Joe. He was like in the control center. And uh, this was back when I was a little teen, like, I don't know, 17 or whatever, 18, in Dayton, Ohio, just, like, bored out of my mind. And I, I joined a ghost group. And we did, actually, there we, we explored an abandoned opera house. Or not abandoned. It was still functioning. But there was, at one point, a barber shop in this opera house where a guy's throat was slit by the barber. Very, you know, Sweeney Todd. Uh, so it sounds not real, but I alleged. Let's just pretend it is. Let's say it know. is. Uh, Maybe it was the Russian mob. Well, here's evidence it was real because that my, happens in uh, Eastern Promises. Sure does. I'm trusting. I'm trusting my brother on this that he's telling me the truth that when they were in the because uh, a big Chelsea fan. We split up into two groups, and there was a group that went into the main like opera hall area, and they were doing that shit where they're like, if there's any presence here, could you turn on a light, do something to like announce your presence, and all the lights turned on. So damn. Did you witness this yourself? No, my brother. My bro- I'm, I trust this boy. I trust my brother. We're three years apart. We somebody have a- might have just turned on the lights. I know. I mean, maybe. The reason I'm why... I'm going to go with somebody just turned on the lights. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe they were like... I'm a pretty, it's a cop, a pretty hardcore right? ghost skeptic. This was a cop ghost group. I mean, the cop cops lie, right? Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say cops are trustworthy. No, 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 no. Like, we, we can trust him. He's what? an authority figure. You thought I was going to say that? Well, the go- uh, uh, taps... The- <laughs> that would have been funnier. The Ghost Hunter okay. Show, those You're guys right. are plumbers, not cops. All right, plumbers, trustworthy people. They're plumbers? Yeah. I don't know that plumbers are trustworthy people. Mamma mia! Also, about the Ghost Hunters that came here, was that while you were working here? Mm-hmm. This is before I was in any position of power. Who made that happen? Uh, I think it was Courtney who used to work here. She hired Ghost Hunters? No, no. Here? Some people they approached us and they, were yeah. like, you were, you, you were here for that, weren't you? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm just familiar with how Ghost If you were here, he probably would have been like, I've already done it. I've, I've, I've got the equipment right here. Right. Uh, no, they were, uh, yeah, they approached us. They were like, this building's old. Can we, like, check it for ghosts? And, they, and whoever, whoever was <laughs> like, check it. Absolutely. That sounds awesome. Let's do it. That, obviously, we, you know, and one, then it was like a huge lifetime. No one went to corporate about that, right? No, of course not. <laughs> I mean, that's a selling point, too. That, the that, haunted theater. Yeah, people like that stuff. Huh. Unless it's too haunted, of course. Right. But uh, the, the reason. It would be a great place for a clientele to come and maybe, like, they, it, the, the, the veil is so thin here uh, between the spirit realm and ours that maybe they can like meet their loved ones here. Ghost well, the Hellmouth is right below us. Clearly, because Royal Oak is a hell site. It's, <laughs> it's an awful, awful city. should be raised to the ground. Where's the Slayer? Ghost Hunters just, they, they, they really, the, the theme I found, at least in mine, is that they're just, they just are so, they're, you know, they're so eager. They really, they, they really want something to happen, and the point where yeah, I left my... Confirm, to the point of confirmation yeah. bias. The like point at where I left my ghost hunting group, where the, the weird ex-cop guy uh, called... And I don't have an ideology at this point. I was like, oh, cops, whatever. Uh, and he invited me over to his house, like his family's house, because we had... He's like, I have some crazy shit. I'm like, we got... We got shit, and I just want was you. Was it to, Nazi paraphernalia? I want you to check it. Oh, okay, crazy ghost. Like, he comes out. He rolls, <laughs> he rolls out. He rolls out just in like a full-on SS uniform. <laughs> Look at this well, shit. I got this. It's a hey, man, the na- Nazis were into the. They uh, love go hunting ghosts. They, they love that shit. They're big into ghosts. Hell the yeah. fool society, baby. What's that called? The like. Not the arcane. Occultism? Yes. Yeah. The occult. But he called me over. 
and and with some crazy ghost evidence that he wanted me to you know check give my give my take on and my take when I showed up at this guy's house and his like kids were like doing shit and I was like why am I here and he shows me this photo that is so clearly a floral pattern of a curtain seen through a fern to, that looks sort of like a face you know the specific part of the floral pattern that was did like, he show you his collection of uh, Jesus-shaped potato chips? That would have been way fucking cooler. <laughs> I was so... And then there's just like a f- weird stain on the wall that looks like uh, the Virgin Mary. I would have been like, God damn, you really did have something to show me. Hell, it, unfortunately, I drove 25 minutes to look at a goddamn <laughs> curtain. I love the on the ghost hunting shows when uh, they'll catch some like EPV like audio of, of a sound, but then... Before they even let you listen to it the first time, they'll be like, this sounds like, get out. And then you obviously <laughs> hear you it. The and subtitles. It's like, you've already been incepted with the subtitles and them telling you what this is supposed to sound like. That you're like, I guess it does kind of sound like that, huh? There you go. I've heard some fucked up ones, though. I would though, love where to the, be a ghost Recently, hunter. there's a new thing called fucking, God, I cannot remember the name. It's a new app called like parlor snowy <laughs> it's full of ghouls and goblins <laughs> I mean, it's a scary you. place uh the this is app called like randomize it's not called randomizer but it's something about random where basically what you do is that you're supposed to it this is obviously bullshit but I've, i watched a video or i don't know let's try it where you it the screen comes up you're supposed to like have a meditated intention and then it gives you coordinates gps coordinates and you go there and if you, you know, if you, you could. How far are we talking here? I, I, like, no, it's a recent, it's like, like a local. Six states over? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's localized. You know? It's so localized. Like, Jesus Christ, I got to go to Malaysia. <laughs> to get my self-actualization. It would be great if this was just an app that just gave people randomly uh, uh, generated treasure maps. Where it's just, it gives you coordinates and it's like, go, go dig up a hole here now. And just like, oh, I have to go, go dig a hole in someone's property in like Indiana. So I just went rando naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Released early this year, Randonautica might be the creepiest smartphone app you'll ever use. Did you just show up? And then if you if you meditated on something like cool and fun happening, maybe you'll show up at like a little party or something. If you meditate on something like what is this, the evil secret? or creep? Yeah, basically. Uh, this is the the weird procedurally generated individual consciousness version of reality where we're all uh, you know things are. I have an app on my phone where you can reverse audio. <laughs> Whoa! No, no, it's really cool because you can do the uh, you can the, do the Twin Peaks thing. You can do the Beatles trick. No, you can do the Twin Peaks thing, where you talk, you you pick a phrase, and you pronounce it backwards. Yeah, right. Like you pronounce the syllables, but it sounds backwards, mm-hmm. and then you reverse it, and it comes out sounding like the the. The characters in the Black Lodge. It's really sweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can do that on Snapchat. Uh, um, you can guys, you really? I'm sure you guys you guys know about like the Beatles hiding like uh, Paul is dead. Man, miss him, miss him, miss him. It's like at the at the very end of I'm so tired. Is that real? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because at that point the Paul is dead rumors were were kicking off and they were just having fun with it. Okay, they were just like. Uh, yeah, this is hilarious. Like, let's put weird fucking shit in our songs. At the very end of I'm So Tired, it goes like, Bones, Dead Man, Miss Him, Miss Him, Miss Him. So David Lynch was just ripping off the Beatles? Yeah, of course, everyone was. That's why I love them. Oh, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you everyone, know what the... It all started with the Beatles, folks. Do you know about the, the, some famous music critic, like, 
thing, an essay about the Beatles and how they're like super overrated or whatever. It was like a big internet thing. I mean, I that sounds just insanely contrarian. As someone who like makes music, no, no, he makes like some really strong arguments. I, 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 as someone who like tries to write songs and shit, when you learn Beatles songs, you're like, God damn, fuck these guys because it's like simple chords, but they throw in like the perfectly complicated chord at the right time, and they're also like unfamiliar chord patterns. They're not ones that have been done to death. They're like new, but still simple. It's frustrating because mm. you're fucking, I'm sitting there on my goddamn acoustic guitar just being like, I want to come up with something cool, original, not too crazy. You know, and like, you don't want to fucking just start going insane with the jazz chords unless you're uh, Steely Dan, which, you know, they could pull it off. But, uh, and fucking, it, it's goddamn those fucking guys. She I loves really, you. E minor. I fucking f- G. profoundly regret that the Beatles have come up. <laughs> well, I could change the subject because I have something I can talk about. Like I, I mean, I watched the new John Stewart movie basically for the podcast. Oh fuck, there we that's go. right. So kick it uh, off. Well, you know, John Stewart just released a new movie. Uh, his, his his second film. Uh, his first one was Rosewater, which was a very forgettable drama about some Gael Garcia Bernal being locked up in. I think it was, it was like Iranian Iraq. jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, oh God, it, it was about Iranian, yeah. uh, like authoritarianism. It, it was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty inert. Wow, pretty, 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 wow. pretty bold there, John. Very, very like down the middle. Like, wow. But uh, see, so he's come back with his second effort. You know, he's been silent all through Trump, and now everyone's been waiting. You know, no one gives a shit about that Trevor Noah. We need our real Daily Show host back. Bring him back. And he's come back with the heat. So like irresistible. It's like uh, it's about. Um, Small town in Wisconsin, uh, Deer Lock in Wisconsin, where Steve Crow, who plays a uh, Democratic Party operator uh, named Gary Zimmer, who um, he sees a viral video of of a gruff veteran ex marine farmer, played by Chris Cooper, who uh, takes a stand for immigrants against the city council in in his in his town. Because uh, they're they're trying to propose a law against um, uh, that says you can't uh, get welfare without uh, showing that you have residency in Wisconsin, which is kind of a like, I don't think that kind of stuff is decided at the level of local politics, uh, but whatever. Um, so he sees this and he sees an opportunity. He sees an opportunity for uh, a new kind of Democrat, right? Someone who can bridge the gap. Because oh, wow. what's what's really animating like. Stewart's interest in this movie is like the 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 loss of the 2016 election and like specifically Trump winning the Midwest because you know mm. Hillary didn't campaign. Oh, so here. this is how we get the right. The, God damn, it's just that fantasy. <clears throat> those it, undecided yeah. right wing voters to jump to our side. It's a goddamn liberal fantasy. It sounds like. Well, that, I mean, that's that's definitely where like it's 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 it fetishizes us to the point of absurdity as Midwesterners. Which I mean, I guess I guess I'll take that as opposed to being treated like a dangerous zoo animal. Like by like the New York Times half the time, where they're like we're like a bunch of fucking racist idiots, but like neither is desirable. Well, they're racist idiots. They would love to win over. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say this: when when he when he sees when Carl's character sees this video and he concocts this plan, there is actually a pretty funny scene where he goes to the heads of the Democratic National Party with his plan. He's like, "I saw this guy. This guy could be great. I want to go there. I want to convince him to run for mayor." Uh, and then there's a like the panel of, of Democratic Party DNC. Uh, 
apparatchiks, and uh, it's a white lady, a Hispanic guy, and a black lady. And they're like, you know what? Uh, I don't think it's really important for us to expand our base. You know, we have what we we have what we need. Uh, we don't need any new voters. Um, and uh, we're, she's like, we'll rely on the Hispanics and the blacks. Uh, and then they just like start chanting, "Si sí, se puede, si sí, se puede." Uh, and then, and then the black woman on the panel like kind of thinks for a minute and is like, "I'm kind of with Gary. Let's do it." Uh, and then the white woman is like, "Of course, yes, let's do it." Because it's of course, you know, the, li- the the liberal idea of like, well, white, like, the, what black women are the heroes? We must do anything they say. Michelle Obama. Do, does any does any specific policy policy stuff other than like immigrants get brought up? I mean, you see like yes, a Medicare yes. for all guy. Yes, I'm. I'm. He I'm, is? I'm, I'm, he's there, I'm doing he's, it. He's okay. building the. He's all right, building. All right. I'm just. This is. All right. I, I, I just. You said like a new type of Democrat, and immediately I was like, it's, it's fucking hilarious to make a video like a movie about a new type of Democrat that's not like the Bernie Sanders. No, like, this movie Bernie is built Sanders on a ridiculous happened, twist. You know? I'll get to it. We just ignore Bernie Sanders. Bernie that's not does get name checked at one point where he, uh, this Chris Cooper character, Chris Cooper's character, uh, is described as uh, Bear, Bernie Sanders with better posture. Um, Jesus. Or uh, and and, I love and the uh, man's posture. a better a better, uh, better um, behaved Bill Clinton, which those are like two different <laughs> two different people. That's like a really euphemistic way of saying doesn't rape yeah. kids. Yeah, those are yeah those are not the same uh, wavelength. But anyway, he goes so he goes to the town and he convinces Chris Cooper to uh, um, run. And I'll, I'll say this: uh, uh, Gary uh, Carell's character is not coded as a likable guy. He, he's, he's like the kind of guy who's very, he's like wearing vests. He's always on his phone. He's very bossy. He's very like, um, uh, he doesn't know, remember anyone's names. He, uh, demands like when he goes to the hotel, he's like, I need all these things. Like these like very like, like pampered kind of shit. Just like Bernie. So you're right. I'm I'm kidding. This is the Gary care. This is the, this is the (laughs) DNC guy. The movie is not, I'll say this. The movie is like, does not have a fair... Does, I was, it, it I was trying to think, joke about the thing where you said like he doesn't remember people's names. People tried to like smear Bernie as like he's just really gruff. He just like doesn't care about being really nice and personable. But, yeah. Well, I mean, the, this character is like he's an obvious like smug coastal elite stereotype is what is what he is. Uh, so he gets there and uh, he gives him to run. And of course, this he he has some success and this draws national attention, which was his whole plan. He wanted to draw national attention because he wanted to like show the Republicans that there's a new. We can do things differently. Uh, so they send in a Republican uh, uh, operative played by Rose Byrne, who is like uh, the typical like blonde, bleach blonde, uh, Fox News uh, how, uh, bulldog, who's like very much like Kellyanne Conway surrogate. Um, and they're they are they they are depicted as like being like frenemies, where they like, have this like weird and like incestuous relationship, where they. Um, uh, they they make a bet about who wins. The other one will have to suck them off for ten minutes. It's like that fun that fun bipartisan where like oh yeah we do we do get drinks. Well, I it's mean, a, it's equivocating them. It's it's saying I'll, to this in the broadest strokes. I do like the movie is all about how the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are both equally useless to you. Okay. Um. They they not that not that they both care more about winning in their little circle so they can brag about it in D.C. as opposed to actually doing anything for you. Uh, so it's, it's at least criticizing the Steve Carell's attempt to... Definitely. Uh, okay. Uh, it definitely is Good. criticizing him. Uh, it likes him more than her, obviously, but uh, uh, anyway, I'll just like fast forward a little bit. The movie is building up 
uh, so the, as the campaign goes on, there's like obviously you know ebbs and flows, typical movie shit. It's not a very it's not a very funny movie, and it's also not like a particularly engaging like structure or anything. Uh, it's 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 not very it's not very funny. It's not very good, but it builds this twist where you find out that. Chris Cooper's. I, I highly doubt either of you two ever care about watching this movie, so I'm just going to tell you no, the twist. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not about to spoiler uh, uh, warning you. Chris Cooper's character has a daughter played by Mackenzie Davis, who's like is uh, Corral's character, who is like 25 years older than her, has of course developed a creepy crush on her um, because she's like a bulldog. She's like uh, got she she pushes back against his condescension and all that, and like. Like the movie is aware that it is fetishizing Midwesterner, Midwesterners and treating them like folksy. Like, look at us, we make great donuts and we we know each other's names. So her character is there to like push back against that. But it's like the movie's still doing it. So it's like, all right. We get, uh, anyway, uh, the campaign they're about to lose. The polling suggests that no matter what they do, they're going to lose. So Corral's like, we need to do some. We need to just do some oppo. So they find out the the the, the Republican mayor, mayoral candidate, uh, his brother. Uh, has an opioid problem, and then he's like, "We need to, we need to push this. We need to show that this their family is like a mess." And then Mackenzie Davis's character is like, "No, we when we go high, when they go low, we go high. All that Hell fucking yeah. horse shit that like p- p- you know polite uh, uh, policy uh, or what am I? You know the word? What's the, what's the word for that? Uh, Stupid res- mm. respectability politics. No, that no, shit. That's not right. Well, dumb. Anyway, go on. Uh, so, so decorum, decorum, that that whole horse shit, which is like, ugh. Uh, so he ends up doing it anyway, uh, but he he gets an even bigger thing. He finds he gets some new oppo that's like he actually has an out of wedlock kid. But then you see Mackenzie Davis's character go to the Republican uh, mayor candidate, and she seems chummy with him. She's like, well, the plan almost worked, but it didn't, uh, but it didn't work all the way. And then fast election day. So you're like, what's, what was that all about? And then election day happens. They're both ready for the results. Comes in, only two people voted, and it was a tie. What? This whole city, only two people voted, and it was a tie? You find out that the, uh, the city of Deerlochen conspired. Everyone was in on this conspiracy to, <laughs> they made this viral video to specifically attract a Democratic operative like that to come to the city, invest in all this money in the political campaign, um, and then use, and using super PACs and stuff because there's a whole running bit about how super PACs for a mayoral race in what, the middle of nowhere. The movie is framed that this becomes a national story because it's like he's, yeah, but still, it's not believe. This is not believable at all. It sounds like it spirals off into absolute fantasy land. Well, it is totally it, like it's not even about. The all right, idea we haven't it, even gotten to the entire town it, could conspire like to could like it's he's a cult. Got, he's about to pull the trigger. Yeah, man. like this is fucking Jones. It's absurd. Town. It's also yeah, they're it's, all on the same page. Every <laughs> everyone in this in this town is yes. on the same page, which is a, fantasy. a thing that notoriously happens to towns. Yes. Uh, well, it's because this is obviously a down on its luck, Rust Belt town. You know, the military base closed down. Like half the storefronts are closed. Typical. Yeah, their KKK meetings. They all like. Well, they leave all, all that the kind page. of baggage out. There's not. There's not. <laughs> there are no Trump voters here. Racism is not a thing. There's just one black guy there named Walt. Uh, but um, oh, wow. Yeah. God bless see. him. But um, so you find out that they were uh, using this just to draw the both parties to come here, funnel a bunch of money into their into their respective super PACs. And then the city, using those super PACs, is going to take that money and just put it into the town itself. That's what they do. So it's, it's, it's actually an anarchist film. Uh, it's about a ground-up people coming together to bilk. To, to, well, to, to bilk <laughs> the, the parties to get the money to who it really needs to It's funny how ultimately that is, like, genuinely it's an anarchist fantasy 
uh, which I don't think he intentionally made it that way. But well, it's it this, is this, definitely intentionally made that way. Well, well I mean, I, I don't think John Stewart. Fucking There's no. The, it is intentional. In, not that he's an anarchist, but it is intentional that he thinks that money is bad. In, well, yeah, on, that, like the national stage. That's and of course, regular people are good, and they yes. will uh, self-organize in a in a way that, like, I mean, it's just it's a fucking fantasy. I mean, yeah, it's just that knee-jerk guy, like that, like uh, that. Idea of the of the mythical Midwestern voter who uh, is just a regular Joe the plumber kind of guy who uh, has no real ideology. All he needs is practical things, which is like you're not really engaging with real people at that point because like I just don't believe that a small town like this would not have a contingent of like Trump people or uh, that they would uh, would yeah. ever be able to come together on the same page. But regardless. It's a. Uh, it's just such an absurd twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the credits, they have like the actual head of the Fed at some point come in to explain: Could you do this? Could uh, could <laughs> could super PACs after the end of a campaign keep their money and then just give it to whoever they want? Why? And he was like, "Yes, you could." Yeah, like, so but the it movie would is never basically happen. like a hit piece against super PACs. And also, if, on top of being a weird, I mean, I don't mean to, I'm joking about the anarchist fantasy thing, but like that is like the the super PAC thing is a fantasy about the way like, capitalism and money works, where it's like the people who fucking are in charge of any. Super pack. Of course, this is involving a cult town where it was all they had the same idea. But like a super pack is never gonna. The people who run a super pack, it's it's just an absurd, meaningless fantasy to think that they're like. Yeah, they're oh. not gonna give millions of dollars to ta- to midwestern yokel well, the, towns. The super yeah, they're not like, well, oh, we just want to reinvest in the community. Like the super packs in the movie are made up of locals. To be clear, right? But that would never happen. Yeah, it, right. they would never. The, the, the whole thing is horseshit. Could never happen. But right. again, this is a movie. It's not about whether it can happen or not. Uh, Sounds like should have called the movie horseshit. <laughs> what well, is we great go. at the very end when irresistible the title card comes up, uh, the words "resist" are framed uh, a different color, which was like oh, made, which boy. made my eyes roll out of my oh, head. Oh Jesus, that's about as insightful as the insight I had today driving behind a p- pickup truck that had the word "patriot" on the back of it, and I was like, "Oh wow, you can't spell patriot without riot." Yeah. Which just it, wow. the, the whole thing just boils down. Really how, makes you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, the the yeah. new character I'm doing the the patriotic antifa. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Things that make you go. Hmm. Yeah, but the whole movie just like illuminates the like the like total like vagueness and uh, of like John Stewart's political like. It, it, he 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 says money is bad. There's a whole scene where Chris Cooper's character goes to a New York fundraiser uh, with all these wealthy people. Uh, that Cross character is organized to basically beg for money, which he gives a speech that they, they all sop it up. They love it. Uh, all, they're all treated as like a bunch of clueless New Yorkers who don't really know what they're doing who like or what their money goes to, but they just like to like feel good about themselves. And then Chris Cooper's character gives the speech about, you know what? I hate having to do this. I hate having to ask for money. This is stupid. Uh, and it's like a big gotcha moment. But then, like, why? But the, Stuart never... Makes an explicit like connection. What is what is the reason for money being bad? Why is it because those interests those the interests of the money are affecting policy? No, it's just money's. It's like Capra. It's like right. a Capra kind of thing. It's like Mr. Smith goes to Washington, where it's just like. I mean, and does he does he bring up like crowdfunding? Like the idea that there is. I mean, that's the. I, I don't. I mean, this is basically crowdfunding. What they did. I mean, it's crafty crowdfunding. Really? I mean, that's what that's what donated the super. No, I mean that's how like, I mean, that's what they that's what their plan is. This whole thing is. Is that what it was? It was a bunch of like national individual donations, small donations from th- rich to this. people. Yeah, but that's what is is that? I'm not saying this would be a better movie or whatever. Like that you would make a movie about Bernie Sanders, but to make a movie that's like political, <laughs> it ignores the reality of like, oh yeah, they actually there's a guy who like tried to fucking run and. 
I'll say not the, mo- take- the movie could. The, the, that's that's one thing for national politics. A small town can't crowdfund. Who are they going to crowdfund from themselves? And they would have just uh, yeah done it themselves. The no, whole they time. wouldn't have the money. That the whole thing is this town is desperate for money. They need to save their school and have jobs. So it's like you can't crowd. You can crowdfund a national candidate. You can't crowdfund a city's budget. Um, but uh, and then the people in charge of that budget still will be bad. Well, and of course, the movie also does like like because you know Stuart's hobby horse is uh, is like Fox News and MSNBC. So there's a lot of frequent cutaways to like the national conversation going on in which. The Fox News are dumb and racist and like to scare you, and MSNBC uh, is a bunch of platitudes and uh, meaningless horseshit. So, like, yeah, but him and Bill O'Reilly like each other. Yes, uh, I gotta say, like, that is the perfect distillation of like John Stewart's exa- whole thing. The whole movie is very like it's. This is John Stewart. It's just a fantasy. I mean, the whole reality restores sanity, which we, we've shit on before in the podcast. You know, everyone has because it sucked, and it was a revelation that your politics fundamentally. Uh, it re- resides in the realm of, of idealistic fantasy. You're not really concerned about what is good or, like, or what, what actually works. And I mean, you're just like, oh, what if we all just became sane? What if like a town all just like snapped out of it and became like good guys and all worked together? It's like, okay, what if? Great. I don't know. It's not going to fucking happen. Like, it's not realistic. It's just. Well, it's an incredibly stupid premise. It is a very stupid premise. It's just, it's just too imbe- unbelievable to like really function as like actual political, like. Well, it doesn't sound like you could build an allegory that was fanta- like fantastical. That, yeah, but that, that, like where you could make clear whatever. That's bold. Well, the movie does neither thing. It does not. It, right. it, it neither builds like a compelling or fantastical enough allegorical situation. Right. Uh, and it with and it also doesn't provide any specifics. Right. Have you have you guys seen Bullworth? Yeah, Bullworth's a pretty good movie. Yeah, that's like a movie that actually is like an interesting allegory, you know, about... Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah, a guy who uh, who puts a hit on himself for like life insurance reasons and, and starts just like drinking and just saying whatever the fuck he wants. Well, he's not a person. Who, who is he? That is, uh, he's a senator, of yeah. course. Yeah, he's a senator. He's running for re-election. And he starts giving these rallies where he starts he's like, just telling the truth the about like, He starts company. telling he's it like, like it is. He starts being like, bet, yeah. Yeah, I'm, bet like what's going on really. He starts yeah, rapping. I'm taking money. He, does. he starts hanging out with black women. <laughs> yeah, <he's sorry. laughs> That's where that movie gets weird. It's like, wow, he know. loves a black woman. That's a Hey, I'll that's say this. Progress. Holly Berry looks hot as fuck in that movie. <laughs> the twist in that one well we won't spoil the twist in that one yeah it, it is actually a pretty inter- a pretty good movie and it's a pretty like bold movie for a dude like a liberal icon like Warren Beatty to make at that time yeah it does that movie I kept waiting for it to like pull a punch where it, it doesn't say the right thing where at the end it didn't where he was like I forget exactly what it was but he should have said like fuck rich people and he didn't and, but he didn't but overall it was like yeah, he's like awesome. he's like Doing like a ludicrous rap, drunk off his ass, just like going through the uh, the, the crowd of people, just like talking about how medic, you know, he's talking about how people don't give a fuck off. about you. Come on now, let me hear that dirty word, socialism. And yeah, he's like, he gets in front of a crowd of black people, and he's like, why the fuck would I try to get your? Why the fuck would I like do anything for you? You know, right. I expect your vote, and that's why uh, Charlemagne called the Joe Biden "you ain't black" moment. He called it a Bullworth moment, right? Uh, so it's, it's, well, the irony there being that, you know, Charlemagne Bullworth was telling it like it was and Biden, it's like the, 
the aims are different. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, obviously. he said a Bullworth moment in the bat. I guess well, Bullworth that's, that's is where criticizing it. it. Biden's just saying this is how it is. Yeah. Like, right. please right. do it. Just do it. Right. right. That's a fu- He's he, don't Biden, don't defy reality for it. Okay. Biden is frustrated at the fu- at the idea that that uh, black people would have more questions for him. Yeah, it's like, come on, let you know this is how this goes. All right. It's like, God damn. Yeah, you live, you die, you vote for me. Can we move along? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna vote for the. Which I mean, that that shows like where the Democratic Party is now. Where it's like right, we're not even going to bother like trying to like lie to you anymore. We're well, just- there was a Obama operative on cable news like yesterday or something. I saw it on Twitter today. Uh, I saw it on Twitter. Saw uh, it on Twitter. Saw it on Twitter. Oh yeah, we saw love to hear it, folks. Where he was just like uh, folks too much. He was. He was just like wh- he basically he said get in line. He said he was like, what are you going to do? I mean, like. Uh, he was basically just like dismissing all criticism of Biden because, like, the the interviewer was like, "Well, what do you think Biden like? Do you do you think there are things that Biden's going to need to address or whatever before November, like between now and November?" And the guy was basically like, "Just get in line. What are you What are you talking about? Like, we know how this goes. Like, you just." Just get in line. Just you got to vote for Biden. What are you going to do? Well, Biden's campaign has said that they're not going to do any rallies, which I mean, you obviously, really? like given what's going on with the pandemic, right? That makes sense. But it's they're basically saying we're not really going to campaign, right? That's what they're saying. We're not. We're not. We know, maybe rightly, you know. Given I don't know. They keep showing these maps of what they think the what, and it's just all blue, like the whole country. Like he's going to yeah. win. In an insane landslide. Yeah, the, I was thinking about that today, actually, because I, I around here, we live in Michigan, as um, one of the key swing states now, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw my first Biden sign in Shelby Township like, a, like two weeks ago, right? Uh, but then that's still, that's the only Biden sign I've seen. I'm sure if I drove through downtown Ferndale, I might see a couple more Biden signs, but like, there are not a lot of them, but I, I still see a lot of Trump signs, and that is also because Trump supporters are fanatical. They are in a cult. Right. They want you to know and a lot of people who are going to vote for biden i don't think are enthusiastic they're going to do it but they don't care it's like the same thing with hillary but there's even less oh, yeah. Fucking- yeah it's like are you going to vote for biden or you know but are you going to vo- are you going to phone bank for him are you yeah. even going to put a fucking sign on your lawn yeah, yeah. uh i mean yeah. the thing is with an election like this the question like the reason why they're like just get in line is because it's like they're not exactly wrong that's the thing yeah they're not wrong they know they know that you're over a barrel uh, and and it's so transparent now because Trump is the perfect anti- – because before last time with Clinton, no one thought this would happen, right? right? Uh, but now that it's happened, no one – people can't be like, this can't happen. It happened. So I would say probably people will be – there'll be a – people will probably vote – will feel more compelled to vote this time if they actually – if they really think Trump is bad, they'll probably be compelled to vote this time if they didn't. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's still hard to believe these polling numbers and these 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 blue maps like yeah. landslide victory. Just because it's like I'm not, I don't feel the energy anywhere. People still do it at the end of the day. Have to do it. Like I wish I had the luxury of living in a fucking New York or California where I don't even have to. I don't even have to think about whether I, it's not a it's not a moral crisis in me about thinking about whether I'm going to vote or not. We know where that's we know where that's going. I might but, vote for him. What? I might vote for him. I don't know. I I, I keep saying I'm, I'm not going to, and I I I, I genuinely have I no know. concept of which one is honestly morally superior. Like, well, the ju- courts, man. It comes down to the courts. That's I mean, what? I that that's it's huge. They did a whole episode on five four about it. Like, 
the, but like, this mean, is like huge. So that's, but the, but the, we were talking about hundreds, that, that one hundreds of thing, judges all over the country that shape policy all over the country. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that they're going that Joe Biden even cares about nominating anyone that he'll just nominate whoever the fuck they tell him to. But it's not they're not going to be they're not going to be like rabid, bloodthirsty right wingers that are trying to like. But that's the whole point is that that's all you get. You just get like someone who is not explicitly rabid and bloodthirsty. But like Joe Biden still wants to veto Medicare for all if it ever passed. Like, okay, 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 okay. They're not going to. You should just listen to the episode. I don't want to argue with you about it. They're not going to do anything good. That's not true. Like. I, I the, what, what we're we're not what, just talking about the Supreme Court, bro. What, I mean, what? I, why, why does Joe Biden affect the other courts? What he appoints them too. He appoints all the appellate, all the local courts. No, district those courts, circuit district courts. courts, and circuit courts. Okay, like we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of judges. If there, if let's I, say Biden were president and the, the like. RBG dies. Do you think the first person that they would pick would be Merrick Garland? It's like some kind of like oh, karmic, they talked they talked about karmic that. retribution. No, they talked about that, and what a dumb idea that would be. That's who it'll be. I mean, what does Joe Biden care about though? That you could that you could expect to be better about his nomination. Like, what are the actual things that we can? He's not them. I mean, I hate to say it, and that's what what I mean. What are the things? Like, what I'm not trying to like argue. I'm like honestly, what. I'm like abortion. Abortion. My own brain. Okay, abortion. That's, that's one. I guess that's you, the only that's a big one. I'll that's the only very Democrats, though. Yeah, that is a big one. But it's like, is that really the the? I mean, because he fucking said we need to give more money to the police. He's gonna veto Medicare for all. He said millennials are. Yeah, yeah but it's not just about your or our pet issues or like, which are huge. He said Israel is a fucking like. I mean, he wants to. Well, that's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. Oh, man. real quick, sorry, I have to interject because I just forgot this sidebar. Uh, Irresistible does speaking of Israel. Go out of its way to include that this mayoral candidate's issue on Israel is that a sovereign nation has the right to defend itself. Just throwing oh, that out there. Anyway, yeah. resume. Like, why, why are they even asking a mayoral candidate in Wisconsin? It's just so they could be like, Israel's good, guys. Yeah, by the like, way. Anyway, sorry, continue. I mean, that's, I just like, I mean, I, I'm conflicted about the whole concept myself the the mitigation of damage the lesser of evils how much does that exist and also the reality too it's i don't know it seemed this is very convincing to me but there's also the reality where uh, when joe biden is in power there will be no meaningful opposition at all i mean like i guess you can't call liberal opposition or republicans meaningful i'm kind of thinking of just well, you know, say this. george I, bush we can't, era you can't predict that you can't realistically <sighs> predict that. i think i can do you think that if if Hillary Clinton was the president right now that none of this that this Black Lives Matter movement wouldn't have wouldn't mm-hmm. have happened. Like most of the know, things that are happening question. are do not are not happening because of what's happening nationally. It's little things that spurt and create bigger moments. Like the pandemic would have brought about these conversations on their own. I guess the difference would be that Hillary Clinton would be like saying stuff and everyone would be like, "Yes. Yeah, you know, it's, you said the God bless. Thank God. I don't God. think that's true because think about all the Democratic mayors and elected officials all over the country that people are shitting all over because they don't fucking care and aren't doing enough. Like, I think it's I mean, tempting I, I, to say that, but I don't know we can we can verifiably say that that's how it would be. I guess I'm talking about a national conversation, which I guess what does that mean? Like the media conversation, the whole like. The, I just feel like I feel like this moment has changed my perspective on whether we whether people are just going to go back to sleep if they have a president they don't have to worry about because like we're not they're not even it's not about Trump right now. Well, if Biden gets in, it'll be like a 
perfect little case study. Well, you won't have to think about it. I mean, you won't have to think about who the president is. For the, I mean, the average person, the average centrist liberal, whatever. A lot of the reason, too, like MSNBC loves to show, or just, you know, cable news loves to show stuff that, uh, that the, the riots and stuff, or, riot, you know, the, the, the uprisings. uprisings. Is they love to? It's a proxy way of shitting on Trump. They're like, look at the look at this brutality Trump is doing. But I guess they also support the suppression. When also real, also keep in mind this: like, it's, let's say Biden wins, he's president. Uh, a lot of these issues, like the like the issues that are not like, I'm not talking about issues in the White House. All these petty micro controversies with Trump. I'm talking about the economy is still going to be in the fucking shitter if Biden is president. There's still going to be fallout from this, you know, this this national protest moment. These things aren't they like they they the waves will still be felt and there will be people who are going to still be reacting to them on the ground level, which means they can't just completely ignore them. They can't ignore that the economy is going to be in disaster and people on the ground can't ignore that because that's their lives. So and it's the, that's a different fundamental situation than what it was with Obama. It's not the same. Yeah. Well, maybe converse to my instinct, it would actually serve as a good example for everyone about how it actually doesn't make that right. much of a difference. Well, in, in the ways that you're talking about, right. Yeah. Well, we definitely put way too much emphasis on national politics, like way too much. And, and also, well, and on the president in particular. And a, and a president, yeah, pre, who's president and what, and what. Although, they, I mean, the executive branch has enormous power. Well, now. sure. It's not that, but it's like where we determine about what we can do, how, what is capable, what is, what's, uh, uh, like, fuck, I just lost my train of thought. It happens to the best of us. I'm just going to pull a job and be like, uh, yep, yeah, you know, oh, sorry, guys, I'm sorry. Just the old thing. Well, you guys, you know, we actually have plenty of we have plenty of trash piled up here. Uh, you want to? I don't know. You want to do a sign out? What do I have? Any other notes? Let me let me look at. We never introduce ourselves. Oh, hey, I'm Dustin. I'm I was Kevin. Damn, what do you know? Or who? Uh, Kevin. <laughs> Slightly different emphasis. I thought you might have had something queued up for that. All right.